Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. Are you curious to know who's my guest for today? Jump in and listen. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. Our special guest for today is Sasha Morozov. Welcome, 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 all the way from United States, from one of the best places on earth, I'm sure, Los Angeles. And you can see uh, at their back, I mean, the weather. Uh, I, I even have my uh, shutters closed, <laughs> no comparison. So welcome, Sasha. Uh, we are very happy to have you here. Now, very soon, you'll tell us everything about yourself. Um, you all know that we start the conversation with uh, some words I have unembroidered on uh, some of my pieces. For those of you who are watching as well, this is the uh, t-shirt that says unapologetically me and it resonates uh, a lot with Sasha and she will tell us why absolutely well first and foremost thank you so much for having me it's such a pleasure to be here and I love the t-shirt and more than that I love being unapologetically me all right let me tell you to me this is who I am all right what you see is what you get and that's that works for me if it doesn't work for somebody else that's okay too. They're not living in my shoes. So I am here to be unapologetically me. I am here to be authentic. I'm here to live my life the way I want to live because that is all that I want to do. Just have fun and live life. And that is amazing. We should all have this attitude, right? It's not always easy to get there though, right? And you oh can tell gosh. us. So absolutely yeah. absolutely it's not easy and how many of us are walking around saying you know what i just don't have time i really want to do this but you know maybe next year we'll take that vacation or maybe <laughs> you know when the kids are in high school i'll start my dream job or yeah. i just need to suck it up now for later but why do we do this we yeah. don't need to suck it up now for later because later is going to come and you're still going to be in the same shoes. How much longer are we just going to continue this cycle? And that's really where I was. I was working, we're married, we have kids, all of the stuff, the regular stuff that everyone's doing. I was looking around and saying this, I mean, don't get me wrong. I live a great life, but this is it. Like yeah. I want more. I don't want to just look back and say, what did I do with the last five years of my life? 10 years. I mean, we're getting older and older each year. So isn't it about time when we start just saying, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I want to do. And I'm just going to live my life because I am done looking back and thinking I should have done more. Yeah, exactly. We It's so easy to procrastinate on our dreams, right? I mean, easy and safe, uh, I want to say as well, because you need to put a lot of work to get where you are uh, today and where you take your customers, actually, because fortunately, we have you to guide us. So tell us a bit what you do. Of course. So I, I get it. Okay, we've all been there. We're all sitting there and saying there's things that we want to be doing. The difference is, is that I wrote it down 
and I started taking small steps to it. It didn't happen overnight, nor is that something that I preach either. I love what I do, which is coaching working moms who are killing it at the office, but feel like they're failing at home to have more time, less clutter and systems for a peaceful life. I come in when women say this is enough. I come in when women actually take a look and say, you know what? I'm doing good at work. I'm working it. I'm doing my thing, but I come home and it's like a whole different me. It's like a second shift at work. We should all be loving the space that we're in, the family we have, and building upon that versus coming home and saying, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. Let me just get the, let me feed them something and let me just pass out after the kids go to bed, or maybe I'll watch something on Netflix. There's more to life. And that's where I come in. And that's who I work with when people are ready to say, I'm ready for more. Yeah, because everything becomes just a, a chore otherwise we don't enjoy the moment, we forget things, and then we, we end up regretting it, especially moms with children. I mean, I remember there's been a period in my life where it was like you are saying, this uh, constant overwhelming uh, emotion of I, I didn't accomplish anything. I'm not the, the perfect mom that everyone thinks I am, because uh, I mean, you can give uh, an, an, a face uh, to the world, but uh, not necessarily you are living the life you want to live. But if you stop and you start living the moment, I think you have everything to, to gain in this um, game of life, to be honest. Absolutely. And living in the moment can just be to take a deep breath, can just be a nap on a Saturday. It can be whatever it looks like to you. And that is exactly what I try to tell people is what does it look like to you? Because for someone, it may be a day at the spa. And for yeah. somebody else, it may be just a hike outside. It doesn't matter what it is. What matters is that you are actually conscious of what it is and then you're working towards that. So you may not be able to take a hike randomly because you have kids or you have responsibilities and all that, but you can plan it. You may not be able to have eight hours off all of a sudden, <laughs> but you can, you can take an hour here, then two hours there, then three hours. It can go step by step. We always kind of think of this end game. We think of this like, okay, I'm going to get yeah. to point B and then I'm going to be happy. Yeah. It doesn't, life doesn't work that way. We need to be happy along the way. And we're happiest. What I found is that we're happiest when we're actually on that journey. We're taking those steps because we're being intentional and we're not just letting life pass by and we're not just sitting around and saying, oh, okay, well, yep, this is just how it is because we see everybody around us doing that. Yeah, although, of course, nowadays with social media and stuff, it's easier to see the perfect life in, in others, although we only see a little bit of that, right? Uh, or we, whatever they want to let us uh, see. Exactly. We see what others want us to see. We don't see people's struggles and they have struggles. Of course. But the difference is what I try to teach is also in terms of the priorities, just going back to that. Because guess what? That person may prioritize having a beautiful family photo shoot or prioritize those beautiful Instagram reels, whatever it is, 
over something else. Something in that person's life has to give. So you just need to look and say, what am I willing for it to let go of? And what am I not willing to give? Because it could be anything and it doesn't matter what it is. For some people, it's going to be that their kids are the straight A student and they'll drive them around to different tutors and they'll do all of this. And you, we sit there and wonder like, how did this kid get this perfect science grade or yeah. perfect, beautiful science project that did they really make it on their own? Again, that may be those families' priorities, but then something else got to give. Or when we get caught up in sports with kids, I know so many parents who spend their whole weekends on like travel teams going yeah. to different competitions. Yeah. That's great if you enjoy it. That's exactly. not something I'm going to say, well, you need some self-care time. So you should not go to that sports tournament that weekend. I'm never going to say that of unless course. you're telling me that you don't enjoy it. Then yeah, I'm going to say, have that kid carpool with somebody else and do something for yourself then. So it's really just taking a look because we all have the same amount of hours in a day. What do you Sadly. want those hours <laughs> to look like? What do you want them to look like? How can you get there? What small step? Even just by writing it down. When we write things down, we get it out of our heads. It stops the overwhelm. And if you're saying, no, you don't get it. I have too much. I'm still going to say, write it out and basically prioritize it by saying, okay, what do you have to get done in the next 24 hours? What do you need to get done in the next week? And what needs to get done in this month? Because when we categorize things like that, we're yeah. able to really see it. And when we're able to really see it, it starts to make much more sense. Because I think it's a way to see the priorities as well. Because especially for, for women, I have to say, it's very uh, difficult to see ourselves uh, as a priority. Uh, while we always give space to others. Although I think it starts with ourselves and for sure to take the step and ask for help to you is a way to start with that process because only if we, our cup is full, we can start uh, giving. And that uh, allows us to live in the moment, as you said, and with the, the key is the small steps that you are suggesting. Because of course, if you want to go from A to B in one day, it's not possible. It will take whatever, no? for everyone is different, but it's not the little amount of time that you saw someone else uh, taking. It's not a competition. You just need to enjoy what are your priorities and take the steps towards that. And the steps are not always clear. So I suppose, yeah, yeah that your help comes there. Yeah. And this is what I do. And what I have done as well is I've created my signature method, which is a four-step process. So mm -hmm. the first step really is self, because just like you were saying, we can't do anything unless we know ourselves, unless we know what it is that we want. No one's going to be able to guide you anywhere if you don't know what that is. So once we take a look at the self, for me, the next part is home, which is really surprising to many people because they think, okay, well then I need to start going. I need to start doing everything. I say, no, home is where you spend such a majority of your time. What does home look like to you? How can you make it a space you love? And how can you create a space for yourself there as well? 
there's so many people and families I see using the house as like a drop-off station or just stuff everywhere. When you're visually in that space, that's hard to rest as well. But when you see the calmness, you don't see the clutter, you have things, you know where it is, it alleviates so much of that anxiety. Families are able to quickly find things. Families are able to enjoy the space. And one of the things I say in the home is also take a look. Is it what you want it to look like? Do you really use that dining room table every day for dinners? Mm -hmm. Is that even a priority? What do you want your family room to look like? How How can you create more of the space that you want? So that's really what home is about. When you focus on self, when you focus on home, to me, the next step is really the relationships. Mm-hmm. And that to me is because I believe women are natural caretakers. We're mm-hmm. usually the ones that are cleaning up. We're usually the ones making sure the presents get to wherever they need to on time and that the calendar is booked up. And I really believe that some of it, we just take on by ourselves. It's not because we don't have a partner that's willing to do it. And no, it's not- We don't even we- ask. Exactly. <laughs> we don't even create the space for. So with the relationship is where I focus and say, what is it that you just don't enjoy? Because one of the things is that we naturally know. We know if we hate cooking, okay? We yeah. know if we hate the laundry, whatever it is. You may hate everything at all, yeah. that's okay too. <laughs> that is a bit but, more difficult, but anyway. <laughs> but let's start with one. Let's start with one thing. Yeah. One thing we can take off your plate doesn't mean that you just hire help and maybe that is an answer but we talk about how else can we create that space for others to come in to be able to help as well so that's really what relationships is about and to me then only then you've laid the foundations for step four which is systems and habits Mm -hmm. because by then you've gone through this whole journey and took a look at all the different pieces of your life at home that you're able to make sure that they stick one of the things i always see is people jump into whether it's i want to lose 25 pounds i want to start a new business whatever it is is that they jump into this like crazy routine or set these high expectations but there's no follow through because you haven't done the work. So when you've done this foundational work with me or on your own or with whoever is there to guide you, then you're able to make sure things stick because you know why you're doing it and you're committed. You're committed because you're the one that's on this journey. So then it's really just solidifying those routines, those habits and making sure to set you up for success. Because whether it's working with me or anyone else, the goal should not be to work with them forever. It shouldn't be. It should be that they help guide you and Mm -hmm. set you up so that way you're able to continue. And if you need a little bit of maintenance and a little bit of help, because no one's perfect, okay? We all fall back into bad habits sometimes. That's okay. That's when you should reconnect. But working through that system, what I've seen is really the fact that you can make the long-term change because a lot of times people say, okay, but how do I do it? I'm saying, but do this. (laughs) This is how, because at the end, you'll feel healthier. You'll feel more freedom. You'll be able to say this is this. And now you can see kind of like this map of life. 
Yeah, exactly. And it becomes um, a virtuous uh, circle because you start uh, feeling better, things start uh, working, and then uh, it's when the habit sticks, of course. But as you said, without that foundation, it wouldn't be possible. Maybe you sit down with your family, you say, okay, from tomorrow, you do this, you do that. It happens for one day, two days max, and then you are back to square zero, basically. So that's why uh, you need to know, as you said, you need to know why you are doing it, where you want to go, and which are the steps to get there. And once you know all this, you can implement the system and habits, and they will stick uh, with us. Do you have a, a time frame normally, uh, on average, that this can work? Yes. So for me, my package is one-on-one working one-on-one with moms and it's 12 weeks because we basically spend about a month on each, depending on where people need the most, because some people, guess what? Some people are like, I know myself, here's my list. Like this is da, 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 da. And let's talk about home, you know, Mm -hmm. and some people may be surprised that where they need a little bit more of the guidance. And one of the things I also want to point out is whenever you're on any journey, it might not work out the way that you intended to. We might in the beginning have this picture of where we're going to be at the end of the 12 weeks or however long. And then what happens when we get there, it just looks a little different, but that's okay. And people usually say, oh, wow, okay. This isn't exactly what I expected, but these are good benefits as a result because we don't know until we're in it. We don't see the change until we actually go through it. Yeah. And it's beautiful to look back and say, oh, that's a big change. And I, I could improve and I didn't know. But of course, until <laughs> the expert tells us, uh, it's difficult to see the change. But there's hope. This is the good thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Not even that there's hope. This is why I do what I do, because I see firsthand about how It's easy. It's easy, but you just need to start. That's the biggest thing. You just need to start. Whatever that small step looks like for you, that's where you got to begin because it'll come. The next step and the next step, you may not know exactly what the path will look like, but you will get there. Absolutely. I truly believe no matter how busy you are, no matter how complicated your life is, once you start, then you're so much closer. And at the end of the day, don't we want to just stop and not look back again, not look back on the five years or the one year and say, where did the time go? Especially during this pandemic, I get it. Everyone's like, I don't know where the last two years went. How did this happen? Yeah, exactly, exactly. The balance, I think, has been very difficult in this period, especially because uh, basically uh, private and professional life merged. And it was, so there was an added uh, problem really to uh, create the space for one and the space for uh, the other. Yes, a lot of couples are working, are still both working from home. Yeah. And, and as <laughs> and much we, as- Yeah, and also with the kids at home, we, sometimes with homeschooling, then we had the COVID as well. I mean, yeah. Yes, our schedules are not going to be routine for a while. 
Okay. But that's why I say is if you have the foundation, it doesn't matter how much you get thrown off because then you don't feel like you're starting from square one. Yeah. You feel like, okay, I'm a, you know what? This week is going to be a wash. That's okay. We're going to get back because you've seen it because you've seen it in the past of that. Okay. This happened. I'm able to get back up and you get better and it gets easier and gets quicker. And still with the fact that most couples are still working from home. Now we've all adjusted. We all have our own space, but it may not be the exact space we're looking for. That yeah. space may still not be this beautiful space that we envision when we think about working from home. <laughs> so if there's a practical tip and you are one of the women that are still working from home, please do one thing to just add something to your space, whether it's flowers, a plant, a candle, a blanket even, or a nice chair, do something so that way you enjoy your space more because it has such an effect on you when you're really in a space that you enjoy. Yeah, because it has to be a bit, um, yeah, you need to feel comfortable but also look around and feel a pleasure uh, all the time, even if it's only one thing. And in fact, I think also, especially in the pandemic, the um, uh, DIY uh, activities went up a lot. But this is one of the reasons, probably, because we have that need to be in a space that um, reflects a bit also ourselves and, and the pleasure that we have at, look, uh, at looking at it. So yes, this it is should a very be your space. Yeah. Yes, it should be your space. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I usually say is the fact that whether you're renting or you've been lucky enough to purchase a home, home ownership or renting is one of the biggest financial things that we do in our lifetime. Yeah. It is one of the largest checks we write. I know not everyone still writes a check, but still, go with me here, is that it's one of the biggest checks we write each month. So if this is one of our biggest commitments financially, why is it not one of the best places that we enjoy? And that's what I'm here. These are the kind of tidbits. And it doesn't mean that you need to organize it like Marie Kondo or this organizer that you found on YouTube. There's no perfect way. It's just whatever way works for you. However, I will say when you have less, it just feels so much more. When you have less, then you know what? It's easier to find things. You don't take as much time. You're just quicker. You're able to move on. One okay. of the things I love about my home is that it's not filled with stuff. It's just not. Yeah. And that works for me and my family. But again, it didn't happen overnight. And it definitely didn't happen overnight to get my husband on board to do something like that. But it started. And guess what? When he saw that, oh, like I got rid of a bunch of clothes or, you know, we just got rid of a bunch of toys, like all of this extra stuff that just created more headache. He was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I don't need this stuff, actually. And then slowly but surely, but that having your home be a sanctuary, having your home be a place where you can kick your feet up is so crucial. You'll instantly feel better and be proud. I want you to be proud of the space you're in. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, right what you say. The clutter doesn't help anyone. I mean, it's true that uh, everyone is different, but when your space is clean and tidy and everything has its own space, because I, I, well, we moved around the world 
quite often. So each move was decluttering. And it was the quantity of things that we gave away, that we sold. It's unbelievable, but it was a, a bless because we had the opportunity to then move and start in a tidy home where everything has its own place. And it doesn't have, I mean, it's so, so important because it means you will never be overwhelmed by uh, organizing at least that part, right? Then yes. <laughs> there are um, the, the things where the emotions are more involved where, uh, uh, I mean, it's a, a work in progress it's every tough. day. Yes. And some practical tips I can give around in terms of the home is that, you know what, a lot of people think that, okay, well, if I get rid of this, that means I have to donate it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Donating is beautiful. And if that speaks to you, amen. Amazing. But that speaks to me, but it doesn't speak to everybody. And that's okay. So if you may not be comfortable donating, because you may be saying, you know what, I work really hard for my money. I bought this, I've spent a lot of money, whatever it looks like, guess what? Exactly how you mentioned, you can resell it. There are people resell everything under the sun these days. Yes. So Sometimes you, can, you are even surprised that someone else yeah. wants it, but it, yes. they do. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. So you can donate, you can sell it. And another one that I always like to say is also, if it's in good condition, Think about if you can gift it, not as a, oh, this is brand new. No, 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 no. Yeah, no okay, yeah. let's be honest. But guess what? Maybe you're downsizing your hat collection, your scarf collection, your jewelry collection, whatever. And you have a friend that you know loves jewelry. You have a friend that you know loves scarves. Guess what? That might be a perfect person to gift that sure. to. They will enjoy it. Yeah. They will appreciate it. And guess what? You got rid of some stuff as well along the way. So that's what I want us to think about is just being creative in what works for us because it doesn't always just mean donate. It can be, it can look very different or it can just be, you know what? Some things are sentimental mm -hmm. and some things have been passed down from generation to generation. So how can we incorporate it into our lives? Can we display it? Can we DIY it into something else? Maybe it was a blanket. Maybe we can use it as like, use the materials for something else. And at the end of the day, realistically, even if it was expensive, you haven't used it for a while, yeah. okay? Yeah. My rule of thumb is that if you're not sure if you're ready to get rid of something, put it away in a box, label it with today's date that you put it in and set a calendar reminder in six months. If you don't touch that box, if you don't, I love think, about, if you don't even think about that box, yes. when that calendar reminder goes off in six months, it will be a lot easier to take the next step of whatever that looks like of donate, resell, whatever it looks like to you, because that kind of gives you a little bit more of like a comfort feeling maybe. Yeah. Because again, you don't have to jump into it However, I want you to take the small step. So even if the small step is to put it away in a box, even if the and small this is an amazing is, tips, going... you know, like <laughs> just to look, hey, can I really resell this? Yeah, there's so many people and there's so many charities also that would donate yeah. it, that would take the donation, not donate it, <laughs> yeah. that would take the donation. There's so many ways and you can be as involved or not involved as you want as well.
But definitely taking the distance and understand that we don't need that thing helps. So the this tip, trick of the box is amazing because you realize really it's time to go. <laughs> Whatever yeah. is the way. Yeah. But it's hard because it's our stuff. It's a lot yeah. easier to do it maybe with our, especially with our kids. With toys. Right? You know, like, That's oh, you don't satisfy. need this. <laughs> I feel awful to say it, but it is. I mean, I remember, well, now they are a bit more grown up, but when they were younger, I mean, I waited for them to go to school and then finally I could declutter. And they, and they what, didn't even notice most of the time. Of course. course. Yeah, of course. And one of the tips I say around toys is a little bit similar to the box is the fact that rotate toys. Yeah, I'm telling you, they probably have too many toys as it is in that space. Yeah. So take half, put it in a box, put a calendar reminder in a month, two months, rotate the toys. And guess what? It'll be like new for them. They'll play with those toys. So instead of having 10 trucks or 20 dolls in sitting in one place collecting yeah. dust because they're only playing with one or two, take five of them away. When those five come back, they'll be so much more excited yeah, to play true. with them. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many different ways of how we can look at it without feeling like we just need to throw everything in a pile and either just keep it or toss it we yeah. can start slow yeah and there are other slow. steps along the way yes. definitely uh, that's uh, uh very inspiring and now i need to uh, look around i i just decluttered my uh office in fact i needed that because also I need space to create for my business uh, of the hand embroidery. So the clutter is uh, really my big enemy. So, and as you said, I finally, well, I, I put something in frames and they were not. So, and this is another step, but it's so, so important. Um, so I, I normally ask my guests if there's uh, another, apart of the unapologetically me, if there's a word or a quote that resonates uh, a lot with you as well. I mean, I, I am like a quote junkie. I'm like one of those that has like daily subscriptions to mm -hmm. quotes because ah, I good. love to be inspired. Yeah. I love to be inspired. And guess what? Everybody needs to be inspired. I mean, one of the biggest quotes that I, I feel like I always live by and that I have like in a frame basically, which is that, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Oh. This is what are the, one of the reasons that I got my master's in social work almost a decade ago. And I've been working in the nonprofit field for, for like 15 years. It's because I feel like from where I sit, no matter how much or how little I have, I still have something I can give. So yeah. even a smile or a donation or, or a volunteering, there's so many different ways that you can contribute and help others. So be the change because it starts with you because I'm telling you, I've had people years later tell me like, oh, it was really meaningful that you did this. And I was like, I don't even remember what you're talking about because to me, it was just like such a small act or, hey, you introduced me to this person. And as a result, I ended up getting a job or da -da -da -da. Yeah. like there's so many ways it doesn't have to be this traditional giving either there's so many ways that we can of really course. help to come together we're yeah. all one people we only have one earth let's make it let's make it a good time let's have fun 
Yeah, sometimes we forget that we only have one life and it seems that we want to own it all, uh, while kindness and giving, uh, not only in the traditional way of giving something, but as you said, also a smile sometimes can make a huge difference in the life of someone else. And anyway, uh, scientifically, it's proved that the act of kindness improve your health and your mental well-being so if you want to do it because you are selfish do it anyway (laughs) yes absolutely absolutely i'm telling you kind yes kindness kindness is one of those rare things i think we just don't think about but there's so much just send somebody a text just do okay one thing you're gonna do today everyone listening is just send one text to somebody you haven't talked to for a while and just say, hey, I've been thinking about you or I hope you're doing well. That's it. There's so many, especially in the world we live today where everything is so scheduled out and just to have a dinner with a friend, you have to schedule it five months in advance. That just get, just reaching out, not because you have to, because you want to. to. Yeah. Yeah. You'll feel it. And the other person, I guarantee, will feel it as well. Of course. And it takes a few seconds, by the way. Okay. So thanks a lot for being with us, Sasha. It was very inspiring and uh, motivating uh, for sure. We will be all decluttering as a first step to see a result and then contacting you. I want to remind everyone that your contacts are uh, in, in, the, in the post, in bio, on my website, on YouTube, everywhere. So whoever wants to reach out, uh, easy to do it. So thanks again for being with us and uh, speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Take care. <laughs>